His name is Vince Taylor. It's a good name. It's a fake name. I saw him once walking out the discotheque. He flicked cigarette at Bird, knocked it out of sky. When will he be here? He's a very strange young man. He's an idiot. Comes from upbringing. Bite-sized buffalo with your host, Vince Taylor. Hey there, Bill's Mafia. How are you doing today? You had some time to get over that loss from yesterday. It's difficult. It was difficult. But I'm going to tell you, truthfully, I was really upset when the loss happened. I felt like we had all these little glimmers of hope and we just couldn't get it done. And I was really upset. I am after every Bill's loss. I'm sometimes not as mature as I should be. But about 10 minutes pass and you know you get some space and the frustration faded when you have the opportunity to take a step back and think about what you just saw and what happened. And the reason why I don't feel as bad about it today is, well, I've said many times, I think the Dolphins are a good team. I don't think they're as good as us. I think they showed that to us yesterday. But they deserve respect. And this felt like the Tennessee game last year to me. Very much like the Tennessee game. Tennessee needed every single break to go their way in order to be competitive and win that game. And are you going to tell me the Dolphins didn't do that yesterday? And I think the Dolphins are much better than Tennessee. I do. I think the Dolphins are a playoff team, honestly. And we beat ourselves. There's no way, other way to look at this that the Bills beat ourselves. And we can talk about the injuries it might be easier to list who was not hurt and who did not leave the game than to list all the injuries and all the people who left because of heat issues. Or the fumbled snap, the bounce pass to McKenzie in the end zone, the missed field goal. I mean, on and on and on. It's just, it was almost a comedy of errors, but yet we still should have won that game. And even still, we controlled the game. I mean, statistically, every way you want to look at it, except the scoreboard, we controlled that game, and it's a shame we didn't get that win, but that should make you feel a little good, because how good is this team? How good is Josh for us to be in this situation against this good Dolphins team that does deserve respect for us to be in that situation? And I think there's there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, and there's a little silver lining there that should give Bill's fans hope. Now, I wanted to talk about Tua, because Tua, I don't think he really got a chance to stand out as a franchise guy. Dolphin fans are probably up over the moon about last week. They should be. We would be if it were us. Tua had a great comeback. And this week he gets to beat what was a thorn in his side, the Buffalo Bills. And he didn't really get a chance to, to, to celebrate too much. Like, how much of this victory was because of Tua. I don't think I don't think that much. He didn't get much of a chance to to be on the field because weirdly that good Dolphins defense kept him off the field. It made us work for it much like that 2020 Chiefs Bills playoff game. Yeah, we were moving the ball, we got a decent amount of points, but we had to really work hard for every yard. And it felt very much like that yesterday. Of course it did, because we had however many offensive plays we ran. It might have been a record. 
Um, but kept him off the field. And even when he was on the field, it wasn't like he was dominant. In fact, there was a lot of weird play calling. Maybe some of that goes to Mike McDaniel or the offensive coordinator, but knowing the state of our defensive backs, the first half felt very run-heavy for them. I don't feel like it took as many shots. And you have Jalen Waddell and you have Tyreek Hill. I think there was a graphic that went up one point, and it might have been the second quarter. Like They didn't even have it a target. Like You're not even trying to take advantage of our deficiency there. <laughs> you know, we're on our practice squad players are getting called up to play corner and, and you didn't really take shots at them. Um, it was odd. It was odd. You know, maybe the game could have gone differently. Maybe that speaks to how they feel about Tua. I don't really know, but it, I don't really buy that, but it just popped into my head. But, um, yeah, Tua didn't really stand out as a franchise guy to me. Give the guy credit for popping back up after taking that hit from Milano. Uh, but, I don't know. My opinion on Tua remains unchanged despite the Dolphins' record. You know, give him credit for last week, and I still think he's a starting caliber quarterback, but he's the lower tier. He's the lower third in the NFL. And I know that Dolphins fans are probably very happy with this win. We would be if it were us, and we would probably be excited about Tua. But let me ask you this, and objectively speaking, because the Dolphins have beat the Patriots, the Dolphins came back against Baltimore, and the Dolphins just beat us. Are they for real? Or is this more of a mirage? How much credit do we give them? Are they one of the top tier teams in the AFC? No, I can't get there. I don't even still think they're not better than the Bills. I still, even with broken ribs or whatever, the rib cartilage or whatever's going on with Justin Herbert right now, I still take them. I still take, uh, I still take Baltimore. I know they just beat Baltimore. But uh, I, I'm, I'm not ready to put the Dolphins right there in that class yet. But they should feel good about where they're heading. These are three quality wins, and they do deserve some credit. But again, I'm asking you, is that a true reflection, or is, is this sort of fool's gold? Is it, is it a mirage? But how good was Josh yesterday? Yes, a few bad plays. You know, we can talk about the fumbled snap and the in and out of the offensive line and we can talk about um you know he threw one really crazy pass a couple actually really crazy passes but we're, we're we've seen that from josh before and we are asking a lot of him right now and of course he bounced that pass at the end of the game to mckenzie in the end zone and that probably cost us the game if we're being honest but he's the only reason why we're in that position like the dolphins did a good job on him they made him work for every single yard, and Josh rose to the challenge. And I mean, how do you not watch that guy play football and think that, that you wouldn't be happy if that was your guy was your quarterback? Because I mean, Josh looked every bit the part yesterday. And if there's any doubters out there still, I mean, just come on, come on, get off that. Anyway, um, we sh- I feel very good. Josh is still our quarterback. Yeah, we have some problems right now, but 17's our guy. We're going to be in every game. Josh. We love you, Josh Allen! Next up on the schedule are those Baltimore Ravens. And they're always an interesting team because they run the ball so well. They have Lamar Jackson, who also can run the ball. You know, he's putting up some numbers with his arm these days as well. And uh, I just I think this is historically a tough matchup for us. And I keep saying about that last playoff matchup, or yeah, 
we beat them. But that game really was a lot closer than we want to give us credit for. That was a tough game. And this is this is a tough game, even if our Bills are at full strength. Give them credit. This Ravens team is, is good. And given the state of our current team right now, I think it's very likely that our Bills team goes to 2-2. Two and two. And I'm not panicking. I'm not even batting an eye at this. Because this is one that I may have seen as a loss anyway. Uh, but, you know, a lot. every loss hurts. I'm looking to see how competitive we are. And, of course, it's Monday. I don't know what our injury report is going to look like a week from now. So, um, it's hard to feel too optimistic. At least for me, I'm hoping that somebody can make me feel better about it. But I'm, I'm not sweating it too much. I, I fully expect us to lose this game. And those of us who were looking at the early season schedule, uh, just... Maybe a little more realistic. We might be better prepared for this because we we saw this coming a little bit, right? We're, we're just we're not going to win every single game, even if we have Josh Allen. Other teams are good too. Josh Allen flexes on Singletary touchdown. And the last thing I want to talk about today is Leslie Frazier. I think that is right to start to have some concern about losing him. Now, we've talked about it, and we've kind of theorized that he would be a head coach, but it's never really felt like he's gotten the attention. It doesn't matter the statistics that he's put up, the job that he's done, because the Bills are traditionally a good passing defense for the last several years. Um, Yeah, you can take advantage of us against the run, but, man, he's done the work. He's well-respected in the league. And it feels like he has never really gotten the opportunity, right? So what's going on here? He was a former head coach, and maybe he didn't have the success that you might like to see. But even just the other day, when I asked, what makes a great head coach? I have no idea. I don't. Because I think there are many different factors. I think Leslie Frazier could potentially be one of those guys that gets overlooked. But here's the thing. I talked about Marv Levy, Bill Belichick, Sean Payton. None of these guys have ever really stood out until they have their quarterback. Did Leslie Frazier have his quarterback when he was with the Vikings? And my contention is, no, he didn't. So if he were to accept, well, if anybody was interested in interviewing him for another head coaching job, and he ended up in that right situation... Man, I really think that there's uh, a lot of opportunity for Leslie Frazier to become on that level. You just the way he speaks, the way he treats his players, his faith. Uh, there's a lot of things about Leslie Frazier that I think. What, how do I want to say this? I think they uh, it supplements Sean McDermott well because I think they have a lot in common in, in, in the core values, the way they communicate. But I'm very. Well, I, I guess I'm feeling right now, I'm feeling like the chances of losing Leslie Frazier after this year are much increased. Why do I feel that way in week three of this NFL season? I'm not so sure, but he hasn't gotten the amount of attention that he should have the last few rounds, but I think this is the year. And can I predict where he's going to go? I have no idea, but I do think he's going to get a sniff, and it's going to feel legit. It felt like when he's got looks recently he's sort of been an afterthought or kind of an also ran or you know maybe people want to look at him because he is african-american and it's like that the rooney rule thing it never really felt like he was a serious contender i think it's time to look at him as a serious contender and i don't want to lose him i'm hoping that he stays 
that's it. That is all I have for you. Uh, that's my current thoughts. This is Bite Size Buffalo. I am your host, Vince Taylor. Listen, if you have a great idea for a podcast, you want to try your podcast, you want to talk about the Bills, I'm looking for people with great ideas to join my team. Uh, I love silly things. I love new ideas. If you just want to try it out and don't want to commit to it, that's okay too. Hit me up at Vince Taylor Podcast at gmail.com. This is Vince Taylor, and I'll talk to you whenever I feel like it because it is my damn podcast. Vince Taylor, and I'm out. Who is this idiot? What an idiot. Oh, what a loser. I took an online quiz, and it turns out I'm an idiot.